Baruch Hashem, today is day number 41 of our daily study of Ramam Sefer Mitzvahs. This corresponds to the study of chapters 12, 13, and 14 in Hilchas Shabbos, in the three chapters, three chapters a day of Mishnah Torah. And today's Rambam study is a very special day. Um, we've brought up Sichas of the Rebbe many times already that help us to understand today's Rambam. And uh, we're going to do that, God willing, today as well. Uh, but it has an added special significance, which I will, uh, God willing, explain to you momentarily. But first, let's um, present today's mitzvah. We're still in Hilchah Shabbos, the laws of Shabbos observance. Um, we've done two Shabbos-related mitzvahs so far. We did the positive commandment of Tishbois, which means to rest. We did the negative commandment of Leisasechol Malacha, do not do any productive creative act. Now we have a, a third Shabbos-related mitzvah. Here we are. Uh, let's present it. Negative commandment 322, which is Leisavaru Eish. Do not kindle fire. Do not kindle fire. Okay, we'll get into a discussion later about why does it say specifically don't kindle fire when we already were told there are 39 forms of labor and um, kindling a fire is one of them. So why is this one singled out to be repeated? Well, God willing, we'll talk about that later because we have this mitzvah again tomorrow. But I want to share with you something today because it's pertinent to today. And that is that in the year Tovshin Memtes, that's 1989, Chof Beis Shvat, that was the first yard site of the Rebbe Tzinchaya Mushka. The Rebbe spoke, and in that sicha, the Rebbe referenced that day's Rambam study, which is today's Rambam study. You know that the yearly cycle of daily Rambam is not exactly a year, so it shifts throughout the seasons. So it doesn't always fall. I mean, it it specifically doesn't fall on the same dates. Uh, I never did the calculation how long it actually takes, how many years it takes to come around full circle again and to line up again. But in Tavshin Memtes, today's Rambam was Chav Beishvat, which in that year was the first yard site of the Rebetzin. And the Rebbe taught a teaching based on the first halacha in the first chapter of the three chapters of that day, which remember we said is chapters 12, 13, and 14 of Hilchah Shabbos. So the beginning of chapter 12 says, Hamavir kol chayov. Somebody who kindles even the smallest fire is obligated for violating Shabbos. Vahu, and that is, the Rambam gives us a, uh, a stipulation, he did it for the ashes. He lit a fire for the ashes. Okay. And he explains, what does that mean? He did it for the ashes. That he didn't do it with destructive intent. Because in order for a malacha to be a malacha, remember we explained yesterday that malacha means a creative act, a productive act not a destructive act. So in order for it to be productive, you have to be trying to accomplish something. You have to be trying to make something. If you're just 
burning stuff to destroy it, that's not the actual uh, biblical labor. So what would be an example of a productive fire? Now, obviously, if you're lighting a fire for warmth or for light, then that, that, that itself is productive. But let's say he's, he's burning stuff. And is it just to get rid of the stuff and to destroy it? That's not the biblical uh, labor. But if he's burning it in order to make it into something that he wants, meaning he wants the ash, why does he want the ash? I don't know. Maybe he wants to make charcoal toothpaste. It's not really, maybe he's making a tint or a dye. That's, that's not important. The, the important point is that in order for it to be a malocha, a productive act, and therefore biblically forbidden on Shabbos, it has to have productive intent, in which case it would, it would be he's trying to produce ash. Okay. So the Rebbe explains something just absolutely amazing. This is a lesson in life. This is a lesson in life. What's ash? What's fire? Inspiration, passion, excitement. Okay. When is passion productive? When does it actually have value? practical value. In other words, inspiration comes, inspiration goes. When does inspiration have value? When is it, in other words, a malacha? A malacha, remember, we defined as a productive act, something that actually accomplishes something in this world. Fire, even a little fire, kol shehu, has value. It's a malacha. It's productive. I know it's a confusing concept because right now we're speaking about malacha in a positive way. And normally on Shabbos, we think about a malacha in a negative light because it's a transgression, it's a violation of Shabbos. But think about it right now in terms of the six other days when we are trying to change the world and we are trying to be productive. So malacha is a good thing during six out of the seven days. Okay, so when is fire, meaning passion, excitement, productive? When is it something that actually accomplishes something in the world? When you need the ash, when you're trying to produce something substantial from it. In other words, you could have the fire come, and then after the fire, everything's gone. You had the, exp the experience of the, 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 the passion, the fire, and then afterwards, nothing changed. However, if the fire comes through, and at the end it produces something, even the tiniest thing, just so, but, but it's something of substance, something physical, like ash is physical. In fact, ash is the only physicality that remains of something after it's been consumed by fire. So it really represents the idea of, physic of physicality, right? The, the, they say that uh, matter and energy can neither, neither be created nor destroyed, the conservation of matter and energy. So what happens if you burn a physical thing? So it doesn't really get destroyed. Really, it just gets converted. The matter gets con converted to energy. And that's where the flame comes from. That's where the fire is. But then there's a certain amount of matter that remains matter. That's the ash. The afer is the, the physicality which remains physicality. So it really represents consummate physicality. So here's, here's the vart. Here's the, the teaching. When is ash, when is fire, excitement, a malacha, a productive thing? When you want the ash, when you want something physical to come from it. So don't just let your inspiration come and go. You have to convert it into something physical, some act, something that you do with your body. And the Rebbe connected this to the entire message of a Yortzite, which is that the soul of the departed one is now on high and reaching 
various levels of elevation, and which is obviously uh, a great pleasure for the soul. But we who have bodies and can still engage the physical world have to create something physical. And so the inspiration that we gain from the souls, particularly of the righteous on high, the fire, in other words, has to be converted into something substantial, something physical. Go do something. Do an act of goodness and kindness in this physical world to make the physical world a better place. That's the teaching. It, uh, it inspires me, and uh, 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 but inspiration, you got to turn it into something physical. So go do a mitzvah right away. Do something. We'll see you tomorrow, God willing.